0: Kia ora and welcome to this episode of the Amateur Austenite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa slash New Zealand. My very special guest with me today is my twin brother Ant, who works in film. Hello. And we're going to be discussing episodes seven and eight of Rational Creatures, which is a web series based on persuasion. Well, inspired by persuasion is probably more accurate. So episode seven is another vlog... Eight years in the past, Anna and Fred are talking about getting into university and Anna's talking about potentially deferring to go travel with Fred. But you can tell that she's dealing with family pressure from her dad. And you discover that Fred's a military brat. So he's already done quite a bit of traveling. And it's very clear that he's the one that really wants to do the traveling. Episode eight, Sophie and Anna run into each other in the storage of the building where they're both currently living and talk about grad school. Sophie's currently doing a PhD for astrophysics and Anna's thinking about going to grad school but doesn't know what to do. Then we have a scene with Lewis and Ben where Lewis is all ready for hiking and all the little things that he's got. It's very cute even though Ben points out you don't even care about this outdoorsy shit and he's forgotten that that's the weekend he and Ben are supposed to go to the Laconia concert.
1: When I'm watching it, I'm getting confused of what is when as far as like the timeline goes. I know they're jumping back and forth a bit, and I understand they were talking about university, so I kind you know I got there I find the look of everything to be. The same, which... um, Oh, what, you want kind of
0: like sepia tone for the older stuff? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Is that really
0: cliche?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Just the look, I mean, of the characters and Uh the world itself, to me, just they just look exactly the same in everything. So it's quite hard for me to jump in and out of the timeline, even though it's obvious that's where we are. It just doesn't take me outside of it.
0: That's really interesting because I thought that they did really well making them look quite young. Like as soon as the actor, they're turned... all quite young anyway. Um, this is true. They're all young. <laughs> it's true.
1: Everybody's young in there. It makes me feel old.
0: <laughs> we are old. <laughs> they're in their 20s we You're yeah, in our forties. Yeah. No,
1: but I mean, you know, the look, the difference in look that you have, especially at that age, you know, when you're going between your sixteen, seventeens, into like twenty three. Like, they're like
0: mid-20s yeah
1: so there's a huge change in that time when you really think about it what you look like when you were 17 if you looked at that in your mid-20s you'd be shocked you'd be like oh my god i can't believe i wore that
0: i think they have her in a lot more makeup in her vlogs when she's you know younger yeah and that's a really interesting contrast to say because it doesn't look like she's wearing makeup the rest of the time. Obviously she is because she's an actress. Yeah. But it's really noticeable. Well, to me. But I'm wondering if it's because I'm female and therefore I notice the makeup stuff, like she's wearing glossy lipstick. Oh, and I like yeah. The eyeshadow and stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. But I mean, I'd like to say that I I notice makeup as well. I definitely notice. We got that conversation that they had to have, you know, it sets up where they were again, and it's good those. Those flashbacks are staying in that same sort of mode. It's kind of good.
0: It helps build up the backstory, which I like. Well,
1: yeah, 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 and they have to do it.
0: Because they interact so little in the current timeline that it's hard to know what's going on in their heads, unless you know the backstory.
1: It's good in the way that, you know, they've chose that locked-off thing to really be, like, you know, that sort of storytelling between those two couples and how close they really were, you know, you get to see it because they're just there. I mean, it's good that it's the same-ish, same-ish, anyway.
0: I like that Sophie and Anna have just sort of run into each other and are comfortable talking to each other. Like, you get the idea that, you know, at some point, they'd be friends, they'd be sisters.
1: I don't don't think they looked comfortable together. I thought they looked really awkward. I'm not saying acting-wise, I'm just saying, like, the... The way they were Anna. interacting. and the I just words think that's that were,
0: how know, Anna is. I think Anna is a bit awkward.
1: It felt very awkward.
0: What gets me, though, is Anna's like, well, I'm thinking about going to grad school, but I don't know what I want to do. I'm like, are you still just, like, don't know what you want to do, so you're going to go to grad school because you can't figure out what you're doing? Which is basically what Sophie says, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, is this an American thing? Because grad school seems to be a really big thing in America, okay. but it's not in New Zealand.
1: Well, a lot of people go to, you know, even in our country, most Western countries, I think. I mean, it'll be changing now because of (laughs) technology. We won't talk about technology again, but it kind of always has been, especially like in the 90s and early 2000s and stuff before the world started to change a bit. But going to things like university and, you know, grad school in the States and all that, it was like you would just go and because, you know, it was the experience that you wanted to have. You know, so many people, so many friends of mine that went to university and didn't know what in the world they were doing, but they just picked something and went, I'm just going to university to be a part of that experience, you know. So, But, yeah, they do. You would just go to go.
0: Well, yeah, both of us went to university and neither of us are using our degrees in our careers.
1: Not in our careers, no. But I'm glad I studied what I studied. It was good. I had a good time. I don't regret it. And that's the thing, yeah, the experience of it is everything, really. (laughs) But what were we actually talking about?
0: Grad school. So that's like doing a master's. I don't know if honors counts as grad school in in the States or PhD. Like Sophie's doing a PhD in astrophysics. She's real smart.
1: Wow. That's impressive.
0: It is. It's very impressive. Very impressive. She's very smart.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, this idea of I don't really know what I'm doing, so I think I'm going to go back to school.
1: This character.
0: That's what it feels like. It feels like she's still a bit rudderless.
1: Well, to me, she doesn't feel like she's ever had a direction properly. She's followed a dude, well, wanted to follow a dude around and then kind of settled and been miserable and not really broken out and taken a chance.
0: And you can see that in the vlog where she's like, well, it's kind of his thing where he wants to go traveling, but she's like, yeah, I want to travel. Yeah.
1: And that's it. Yeah. She's enthusiastic. She's
0: but her dad doesn't want her to go, and then she ended up working for her dad's travel agency, which is amusing because right. she hasn't traveled
1: her dad I found her dad real weird, eh yeah,
0: he's real funny
1: i found I found them to be quite bizarre in that whole that whole interaction in episode one where they're talking at the sorry, he's on the phone, he asks for tea, well hot water in there, and stuff, and it's just that whole interaction I found so. <laughs> so bizarre,
0: and him putting on um eye cream while he's on the phone and like getting like, give me my eye cream.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Which, Which to well to me, it was like he felt like a Disney wicked stepmother or something.
0: I mean, that's not entirely wrong if you knew this character from Persuasion,
1: right? I mean, that's the thing as well. Like people should know. Like I don't know, I haven't read Persuasion. I don't read France. Here is is into it all, but not me. And I haven't read anything. I've watched like one of the movies or something, I think.
0: We would have seen the of 95 Wilson. BBC Pride and Prejudice because we watched it. As yeah, a yeah, movie.
1: you made me watch that I, when didn't I was make younger. You watch it. You did.
0: <laughs> but I think these are, it's an interesting pair, these two episodes, because it's like you see Anna dealing with other people's pressure but trying to figure out what she wants. And then at the same time, you see. Lewis kind of doing an almost parallel journey. He's like I'm trying to please this guy that I'm dating, so I'm going to be really into hiking and stuff even though he's very not.
1: I mean it kind of it's just kind of showing you where his character's priorities are at this time and he's confused, but like you say also trying to be overly interested in a way in this other guy just to kind of prove that he likes him, I don't know. It feels like he's like overcompensating. He's already worried that this guy's going to like wake up and go, I don't like you.
0: I mean, this you is know. what relationships are like in your 20s. You're like, I like everything that you like, so mm-hmm. you'll like me.
1: Yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean, I did that as well when I was in my 20s. Everything kind of goes pear-shaped if you're not yourself. That's the best thing you can do because eventually that person's going to end up knowing who you are anyway because you have to be yourself. And so it is, yeah, yeah, I find it quite weird that he, you know, there's this guy that obviously really likes him, his other mate. Sorry, I forget his name. Ben. Ben.
0: And he can't see it. He cannot see that Ben's into him.
1: He, ha- no, I don't believe that. Yeah, and in, in the beginning episodes where he gets the tickets to that show and they're looking at each other and all that sort of stuff while they're talking, and it's like, his character, well, I, I fully believe from that scene that his character definitely knows this other guy likes him. Absolutely. There's no, like the way he's looking at him back to Ben is saying like, I know you like me and I'm flirting with you just with my eyes to get to this point. He's obviously putting all his emphasis on, you know, his new guy. Fred. On Fred. Sorry. I'm terrible at remembering character names. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, and then ignoring Ben and forgetting about Ben, and yeah, it's weird because they're still friends, but it's that weird like middle ground. And again, what you find yourself a lot of times in your twenties, it's just messy that period, because everybody out there is just going for it, you know, trying to find that person.
0: Something that strikes me is, in Persuasion, the Lewis and Ben characters, who are Louisa Musgrove and Captain Bennick, they fall in love off-page. We don't get to see it, we don't get to see them when they're together. I think it was a great choice to put them in this so you can see their relationship, because also the same sort of thing happens with Fred and Anna in, in this, that you don't really see them coming back towards each other but then this one that was completely hidden in the novel you do get to see how do you
1: mean it's hidden do you end up reading about the characters together eventually or are they in the beginning of it or what happened
0: the main character goes somewhere else and those people were left where they were and they fall in love while she's not there so you don't get to see it
1: and then she comes back and they're in love
0: no she hears about it from somebody else you never see those characters again
1: oh weird I wonder what the decision was for these guys to. for the guys making the web series, why they went in that direction. I mean, there must have been a lot of trying to figure out the bones of this and how they tell the story. So it would be interesting to know why they chose to show those two characters that are not in the novel everywhere at the moment.
0: Yeah, they feel really central to this series. And mm. I, yeah, kind of like the parallels between their relationship and Fred and Anna's relationship, complicated by the fact. That one person from each of those couples is dating each other.
1: I guess it's kind of clever in a way because especially like for hardcore fans like yourself and I'm sure a lot of the people listening, to be able to bring in a couple like that that can run alongside your leads, does those characters get together and like, you know, Lewis is with Fred at the moment? Does that happen in the book? Yeah. Oh, it does.
0: Kind of. The thing about relationships during the Regency period is that obviously you didn't date and you didn't kiss and that sort of thing. So the fact that... So
1: glad we've changed that. I know. My God.
0: (laughs) The fact that their characters, the Lewis and Free characters in the book, were spending time together, everybody assumed that meant that they were going to be married, but they were never actually engaged, but everybody assumed. And that makes all sorts of complications... Because he's like, well, right. I never intended to marry her. I was just kind of flirting and not thinking about what I was doing. Right. And, I mean, that kind of works here too. He's just kind of flirting and not thinking about what he's doing.
1: Okay. So then he takes off in the novel and yeah. leaves. And then yeah. Lewis's character, Louisa in the novel.
0: Yep. Hooks up with Bennett. Right, right. Yeah. And, I mean, you can kind of see how they how they are doing it here and how they talked about him being a bisexual stereotype that he dates a lot and doesn't have relationships exactly
1: right yeah Um, i understand that was me in my 20s well that's
0: the other thing right like they're in their 20s Mm.
1: yeah we've said that a lot on this episode
0: (laughs) they are indeed in their 20s youngins yeah they are babies
1: yeah, it's, it's quite clever in the, you know, because this isn't a huge series, right? Like how many episodes have we got to go? I've just seen episode, what, eight, eight. seven and eight. And how many episodes are there?
0: There's like 18.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. So it's, yeah, it's uh, for the writers and everything and for these guys to bring in two characters and, and play it that way that aren't so big in the book is, is cool because then you can run them parallel to your main characters for a while and, and it's good because then you get a whole other storyline that crosses crosses over which is always fun and then that storyline can fade away or end i mean i don't know what's going to happen in the web series yet but it's yeah it's clever to do that
0: and that is our discussion of episodes seven and eight of rational creatures i'm frances duncan this has been Aunt davies links to the socials and the notes thank you for listening and we wish you happy watching just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me. But if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo. uh, Some Jane Austen merch. And some Pride and Prejudice, heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!